There's a Mardika Svasemes. The Svasemes brings down that Avada and Avada, every Yontav has a special place in our heart. Every Yontav has its own Kedusha, has its own Ashpaz that it brings into the world and into our lives. Oba, when it comes to the Yontav of Shavuos, there's something special. Right? And this is not the time right now to go through all of the ideas. Mr. Shem will be discussing that maybe Shavuos night. But the one small idea that the Svasemis brings down, that he says that he calls it the Loshon of the Svasemis is, he compares it to a Pasuk in Shemois, Chavov, Bereach Etichoin, by the Mishkan. That sometimes, says the Svasemis, when you have a building, and you need to keep up the building, there needs to be a foundation pillar in the middle. Sometimes you have like a huge hall, and you have a pillar in the middle, like, oh, why'd they have to put the pillar in the middle? The answer is because obviously it needed it for the structure to keep everything up. The middle is the most important. That's where a lot often the weight is put down onto. And without proper real foundations, without structure, and without chizuk, um and strengthening, the whole thing will collapse. Zuk the Heiliges Fasemes, Shvuas, is in between two Yom and Toivim. It's in between on one side you've got Pesach, on the other side you've got Sukkos, or whichever way round you want to take it. You've got Shvuas is in the middle of the Shalosh Regalim, and that's what is in fact, Svasemes continues, and he goes on, and he says that which Shloyma Melach tells us in Mishlei, Perigimel, that it's greater and more, 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 more dear to us than pearls, which obviously as the Medrash explains is referring to Teicha, it's also referring to the Yontav of Shvuas, that it's more dear to us, and more precious to us than the greatest pearls that may be. The Heilige Shlach brings down that the Yontav of Shvuas is the Yom Hadin for Torah. And in fact, I always said for years, until somebody showed it to me inside, in Rebarach Mehmezhbiz Sefer, that I was always more scared of Shvuas than Rosh Hashanah. The Maishim Rosh Hashanah is a, you know, I've had Yom Hadin. Oh, but Yom Hadin for what? Many things of Gashmias. Healthy and Parnassah, which are very, very important things. But Shavuos is much more chashav. It's the Yemadin of Torah. Without Torah, you have nothing. And therefore, Sukhda Heilige Shlach Kaddish, Shavuos is the Yom Hadin of Torah itself. Sukhda Shlach Kaddish, just like Rosh Hashanah has before it, preceding it, has the month of Elul as a preparation. Sukhda Shlach Kaddish, we have three days before the Yontav of Shavuos, to prepare to get into it. This is where we're holding basically now, which is important. Rav Shach said he heard from Rabbi Zalman Meltzer, who heard from the Nitziv, who said in the name of the Ran, that Chagah Shavuos is the Yom Adin of Torah, and not only for the goof of Torah itself, but anything that applies to Torah. So obviously how much Torah you're going to get, but all the kalim, the utensils that we require in our goof, in a physical way, also get decided very much on Shavuos to know how much Torah we're going to have and how that Torah is going to go inside. The Shlonema, which is also, by the way, in the Ramchal, says that Torah is Nitzchis, which means it's not only for when what happened at Kabbalah Satoya over 3,000 years ago, but it happens every single year. The Arizal brings a Moyudik Araya. Zog the Arizal, listen to this Raya. The Arizal says, Moshe Yedaba Velekimia Nenebukoyal. It says Zog the Arizal Moyudik. It doesn't say Moshe Diber, he spoke in the past. Yedaber. It continues to happen, Zuddarizal, every single year. It's happening. It's an unbelievable opportunity that we have. We all know, and we're familiar with this idea, which I want to be Machazik as well, the Mogadabon brings, 
The Beheita brings as well, Tov Dalad, the famous Arizal Shara Kavonis, where the Arizal brings down, and maybe we'll discuss that, uh, maybe just now for a couple of minutes, and that is if a person does not go to sleep, if a man doesn't go to sleep on the Yontav of Shavuos by night, and he learns the Gansa the whole night, he's learning of no Sicha Batele, he's not talking about anything else, he's poshut learning the whole time, it's a guarantee, Rabbi Sai. Look this up. It's now Rizal Shara Kavonis for Dalit Behate. The Mogadavam also brings it top Dalit. It's a guarantee from the Arizal that you will live the year and no harm will happen to you. What a chizuk we have to take from that and make sure that the night of Shavuos we are learning the entire time. Many boys over here last year, if I remember correctly, took on a tiny dibur. That straight after Birchah Zamazan until Nays, they didn't speak anything that was not Torah, that was not Tefillah. And that's the Gavald Gazach. And they want a machazik in this Arizal. And when we get the Aftocha, the guarantee from the Arizal, to make sure that they don't talk anything else. They learn the whole night. That's the Arizal said. Not stam if you shmooze, if you learn the whole night. Many people take a tiny stibu. It's a Yoma Kodesh, it's a Yoma Din. Why would you want to mess around? What is it, four or five hours? No, we'll manage to talk about everything else afterwards at a different time. Um, the Yisoyed Vishoyish Vavoyda, ah, when he talks about staying up all night, when he talks about learning all night, he says, a person should run to the Beis HaMedrish straight after the Suda. Don't For one second, he says, every moment is so choshev and so important. So we know that's the minute. The minute came from, of course, what we know that Kali Sol had to be woken up, had to be reminded, hello, wake up. There was a Vekka that went around, they had overslept, they should have been woke, they should have been up, they should have been excited in anticipation of a couple of the Torahs and the Mela. We sort of make up for that when it comes to the night of Shavuos Akon, the Moganavram brings uh, the idea of uh, staying up all night, which is the minute, which is more down also in the, in the Zoya Kodesh, the Moganavram as well. Kalali Sol overslept, and therefore to make up from that, we do that as well. There is another reason as well, there's many reasons. Yeshua Siaka brings another reason, is that we're only Mikabal Torah Shibal Peh. Um, until Kovale Harke Gigis, and therefore this Mana Toshibapeh is Dafke by night, and that's why we learn by night, because we were Makabal Toshibapeh over there. They ask Akasha, uh, they ask Akasha, why do we, why Lamaisa do we stay up all night? Why don't we just fix the problem by waking up early on Shavuos morning? In other words, they were meant to stay, they were meant to pastures. Uh, wake up, they didn't wake up, they overslept, so let's do the same thing, we won't oversleep, we will go to sleep, we'll make sure we're up, and half an hour before Shach, we're already here, saying Kobonus, why do we stay up the whole night to rectify, so the, the most of the Ebenezer brings down, that Kalali Shah were actually meant to stay up the whole night, they weren't meant to have gone to sleep, how could you go to sleep, when you know you're going to be a couple of terrorists, someone has the courage to go to sleep, someone has it, your heart is beating, it's Kishmak, the Maiz of the Semach Tzedek, how can you go to sleep, so Ebenezer Tarkatayin is that they were meant to stay up, but they didn't, Mimela, that's why we stay up. They asked him the kasha, and he said, what do you mean? Ask any shiva bacha. When he's got a flight at four or five in the morning, is he going to go to sleep and wake up at three? No. He's going to stay up the whole night, right? So therefore, that is what people do, and that's what we want people to make people a lot easier to do in that way. Now there's obvious uh, a question of what do we learn on Shavuos night, and there's the famous idea, should a person sit down and learn Mesechus, Bob, Metzia, Kiddushin, whatever, or should a person open up a Tikkunel Shavuos? Should he go through, if anyone open up a Tikkunel Shavuos, it goes through Mamish Kemat, the entire Torah. Everything, the first and last of the Mishnayas, of the Gemaras, of the Medrash, of the Zoya, everything. You're basically learning the whole Torah. So there's this famous idea that, that, that they bring down, that between the Dubna Maggid and the Vilna Goin, it was Shavuos night, the Dubna Maggid comes into the base Medrash, and he opens up, Bob Metziah, or whatever Masechta it was. And the Vilna Goin said, hello, Tikkunel Shavuos, What's happening? 
So they said a gavalda, the Magid Kedauka Kodesh said a gavalda gamoshal. What was the marshal? He said there was a year that had to go to work. So what does he, what does he know about business? He doesn't know. He goes to the marketplace and he sees that they're selling all sorts of things. He says, you know, I'm going to do the same thing. And he goes to buy a few different pieces of fabric, right? All different colors, different textures, different, you know, patterns, whatever. And he sets up a, a stall in the market, puts up a whole thing, makes a name for himself, for his business. And he sticks on this big place that he has, he sticks little pieces of fabric, right? And now I'm going to sell it. So a guy comes over to him and says, oh, this is, I like that purple one over there. That's beautiful. How much is that? So he gives a price. He says, okay, I would like, you know, 25 meters of that. So he says, you want 25 meters? I'm sorry, I don't have it. He said, what do you mean? Do you have, do you have maybe you have the blue one? No, I don't have that either. He says, I don't understand. You're a shaita, you're a fool. What you're meant to do is you're meant to show samples of what you have in the warehouse or in your store. And now we get to pick. And you'll go to the store and pick up the... But if you don't have anything that you have in storage, why are you showing me a sample? So that's what happens over here. Some say, why are you learning... Why are you learning uh, um, Tick and Nel Shavuos on, 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 on Shavuos by night? You don't have everything stored up. You don't have the, the Gansa Medrash, the Gansa Zoya, the Gansa Torah, Sifra, Sifri, everything else stored up that you're showing the Rabboni Shalom examples. What are you showing examples for? Sit down and learn about Metziah. Akoponim, many of many chasidim and many people, sataka to do it. And the reason for that is, amongst many reasons, is to show the Rebbeinu We want Torah. We want everything. We don't just want one thing. We want everything. We want Tanakh and we want Shas and we want Poiskim and Rishonim and Achronim and Sifra and Sifri. And we want everything. We're opening our mouths. Give it to us. That's why many people do it over there. I want to mention as well a very important akudu as well, and that is the halal that we say on Shavuos morning. Halal we say on Shavuos morning. Mishabur brings it in top peches. Mishabur says very very importantly that the halal on Yontif is like Kakrias Hamagila. So you state in the Mishtabura. Every word is Khosha. People are tired. And people, and, and it's rightly so. You talk about the whole night. You be staggering against enough. You weren't speaking. Now it comes to Halal. I'm a bit tired. A person who's a machazik himself. Kakrias Hamagila. So you state in the A person has to be careful to make sure that he listens to every word, that he says every word. And that's a very important thing. We spoke, I spoke to my shiv actually about this, but just to mention, the Aseris Adibris that we say on Shavuos morning. Again, look at the Benish Chai, unbelievable Benish Chai, when he talks about the Aseris Adibris, stand up and be makabal the Torah. Yes, I understand you're tired. Yes, I know it's hard. The, the davening on Shavuos morning is so hush of the Avarab on Shavuos morning is unlike any Avarab you'll ever say in your entire lifetime. We spoke about it. You have the Sheh. Rabbi Isai, use the Tvila on Shavuos for an opportunity. It's a Yom Adin of it's a Yom Adin of Ruchnias. Use it. Because it's an unbelievable Koyach. It's an unbelievable power that it has. Rabbi Isai, this year, we have a little bit of a unique Gavaldiga uh, Halacha Shaila, which we don't have every year. And that is that Shavuos falls on Mati Shabbos. Which, if you want to talk about the Drush part of it, we can talk about how the Yontu comes with the Hashpaz of Shabbos together, which means you have the Hashpaz of Shabbos and Yontu together, which is Mayudik. But let's just discuss the halachic aspect and ramifications of having a Yontu Shachal Yois Ba Motza Shabbos. Like this year, Shavuos everywhere in the world, Shavuos falls on a Motza Shabbos. There are a few Shalas that I want to speak out. And again, Rabbi says, we always say in these sorts of Shiurim, that Etzim, we have to spend more time and more detail, but I'm just giving the Rashi Prokim, if you have a personal Shaila, go and ask and consult your local Orthodox Rabbi. Let's move on. Shaila number one. Going to sleep on a Shabbos afternoon. Very Nageya. Very Nageya. I want to sleep on a Shabbos afternoon, but not just a stomach sleep. Right? Normally, it's maybe four hours, right? 
This week, oh, can I know I'm going to sleep on the Shabbos afternoon? I'm not even going to feel the tiredness of the night because I slept so long on Shabbos afternoon. Are you allowed to do that? We all know, right? We're all familiar with the Shulchan Aruch, Aruchayim Simon, Shilchov Gimel, that you're not allowed to do Hachana. You can't prepare on Shabbos for after Shabbos, even if after Shabbos is Yontub. By the way, that applies not only to this, which we're going to mention, but it applies to any food preparation. You can't do any food preparation, whether it means putting things on the hot plate, which obviously is Shiloh official anyway, but any, any taking things out the freezers, all these things, you've got to be very, very careful of what is mutter and what is asa, because a lot of things are going to be asa because of hachana, because you're preparing for after Shabbos, even though after Shabbos is yontav. Okay? So, when it comes to going to sleep, the halacha is like this. Yes, you are allowed to go to sleep, even if your intention is to sleep more, or to sleep in general, simply that I will have the koyak to be able to learn. But don't say anything. Don't say, I am going to sleep in order. So that tonight, I'll be able to learn. Don't do that. Because that's more, it makes it more of a maisa hachana. And therefore, that should be avoided at all times in that case. In fact, it's interesting. I did find one, in one place, in the Oznid room, he brings down that it's mutter. Because he says it's the Tzorich Mitzvah. The Mitzvah, there's no problem. But Akapon, in most places, can say a person should avoid saying, I'm going to sleep in order to wake up, in order to sleep, uh, stay up the whole night. That's Shaila number one. Shaila number two is Shalashidas, right? You've seen the sign, I'm sure, that we're not making Shalashidas in Yeshiva. And the reason for that is, is because you're not allowed to have a Suda on an Erev Yontav too close to Yontav. Yes, it's Shabbos, but it might say it's also Erev Yontav. So therefore... A person should eat Shalashudas before the 10th halachic hour of the day. What is that in Yerushalayim, Ira Kodesh, this Shabbos? Hello? 4.09. You make sure that you eat your Shalashudas before 4.09. This way you've eaten your Shalashudas, you've been Koveya Suda before the 10th halachic hour of the day. Like the Shosh Chayetzin says, Tovkuv Choftes, Sikotan Tes. Now, if a person didn't, the Ramah brings Tovkuv Choftes, that a person can eat Shalashidus, but should only eat a less than a Kibetza of Pas. So, Lamaisa, what do people do, Takif? They want to be Yotza, right? It's Erev Shfu, it's Erev Kabbalah Satoru. Nobody wants to not keep the Torah in Erev Kabbalah Satoru, right? So, what do you do? So, the answer is, you take the Shabbos Suda that you have in a day, right? After Kiddush, you go home, you have a Shabbos Suda for Shabbos Kodesh, you split up that Suda into two. That means you have a Hefzuk, a Hesach Hadas. Therefore, you'll have to bench and make a Hesach Hadas in the middle. Go out for a walk, whatever it may be, five minutes, go out the building, walk around the Bissel, Oynik Shabbos, come back inside the building, rewash, and then we have another Suda again. And that is the way you've had two Sudas, Shalash Sudas included, and that's what, um, that's what you should do in Yeshiva for those guys that are here. And if you are somewhere else, I'm assuming you could go to people that obviously know all the halachas in Shulchan Aruch. And therefore, if you trust the Hersha, and therefore they're probably going to be doing this anyway. If they're doing it anyway, therefore you say in that case. Don't worry, we will be having snacks and everything, Erev, right before, right before Mincha, Mitzvah and by the way, when we do serve cake, don't eat too much of it because of this problem as well. Uh, moving on, hadlokas and neighbors. Um, so you can't prepare the hadlokas and neighbors on Shabbos for Yontav, obviously, um, mainly because of also because of Muktzah, but also because of Achana in that case. And it's also very important to tell women, tell your wives in Mitzvahem, and those people in the kitchen, which is very nagaya for those people when it comes to Muktzah Shabbos, the Hainu Shabbos is out, Yontav is here. I now want to prepare food for the yeshiva so that be able to eat a suda, right? And it's going to take time for everything to heat up. The only should have patience about it, right? It's not Davy's fault. The only person should have to have patience because it takes time for things to heat up in order to get ready and hot for yontav. So the is make sure you say Baruch HaMavdil. A lot of the women forget these things, right? Because on a regular Mount Shabbos they say Baruch HaMavdil before doing Malacha. Over here, they're not really doing Malacha. They're putting all the chicken soup on the black or something similar to that 
they have to say Baruch HaMavdol. Right? When doing something for Yontiv in that case, women should be told to say Baruch HaMavdol. When it comes to Havdola, obviously we have Yaknahaz, but without going into that, there is the famous Shaila of how do I do Boyei Ma'uei Ha'esh on Motsa Shabbos when it is Yontiv in that case. On one hand, to light a nair that is not L'Tsayrech Yontiv is very schwer. A lot of Poskim don't like to do that. To light a candle specifically for Boyeh it's very nice, but there's no Tsayrech Yontiv for that, so why are you doing that? So what some of the Poskim do, and I asked Rabbi Zul Orbach, I said, Rebbe, you were by the Heiliger Rebbe Rav Yashiv's that cell so many years. What did Rav Yashiv do? So he told me Rav Yashiv took two candles, two tea lights, or two whatever it was that he had, and he put them together. You make it because you need an avuka, right? Kind of a net. For everyone knows you need an avuka. And therefore one, one is not going to be enough. So you put it together and then he pulled it apart. Right? Shmir Shabbos, everybody goes busy with this. Is that, yeah, is that called kiboy? When you take it apart, are you extinguishing to some level the flame? Yes, no. Nafkamina, the you're not allowed to do kiboy. Lemaisa, that's why some poets can say not to do that and just make it on the regular neighbors of Shabbos, of Yontav, that your wife just lit or that the yeshiva will light. You can make a Boromereish on that as well. But the Maestro of Israel told me that that is what, um, that's what, that's what his Shver of Yashiv did. Rav Moshe did that way. The Stipler did that way of putting it together and then separating apart. But again, the Shmir Shabbos and others says just make it on one candle over there. Whereas the Minig of Kalali as we know, and as hopefully we're going to see in this wonderful base Hamedrash, right? Peher Godel is going to be Gavaldic. Is the meaning of Kalalis to put flowers on Shvuas? By the way, contrary to popular belief, it is not mentioned in the Gemara anywhere. The Makar is Pashtus Maril, and the reason is because of a Simcha Saregel. The Mephoshim asks, what's Simcha Saregel? We don't find on Sukkot we do this. We don't find on Pesach we do this. If it's Simcha Saregel, why don't we do it? Also, by the other Yom Tovim. So bring other reasons. It's also the Zeichel HaSinai. Is the Bikurim, anyone that Mishnai's Bikurim, for example, knows, or the Midrashim, or even the Chinuch. Very simply says that you should decorate everything, right? This man of Bikurim, Mimele, we decorate the base, ha, measures the base, haknesses. Now the Mogadabon brings another minik, and that is trees, because we know Rosh Hashanah, le, peyrasa ilanois, and therefore, we have trees as well. The Vilna Goin was Mavatl the Minik, and because of Chukas Hagoy, especially the Goy Shazach, to start decorating your, your places of, you know, of, of dominating in, 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 in flowers. Goy Shazach, right? Like celebrating a Christian birthday, same thing. Therefore, Zog the Heilige Vilna Goin, we don't do it. Now there's a shine in the Vilna Goin. What was he Mavatl? Was he Mavatl the flowers, or was he Mavatl the trees? The Aruch says that he was Mavatl everything. According to Vilna Goin, feed the Aruch no trees, no flowers, nothing. Rabbi Zalman, the Stiper, and Kavis Yaakov as well say clearly he was only Mavatl trees and not flowers in that case. So therefore, that's what it is. And Rabbi Yashav Lemaitse held it there to Saul. There's no Chukas Agoy when it comes to flowers in the shul, and therefore there's no problem whatsoever. And that's the minute of Klali Saul is you put in the shuls flowers by the Bima, by the Onakodesh, whatever it may be, everyone to their own minute. What I must mention to you as well, important because Shuls has a lot of flowers in Yonim, is that flowers in a vase are not Mukta. They are not Mokhtar, but Revel Yashav is a Mordek Chumr over here, which is unbelievable. Kamada Das as far as I know, is that is when you move a vase of flowers that is in water, move it slowly. And the reason he says that is, because if you move it fast, you're replenishing the water faster into the flower, and you're going to cause it possibly to grow. Which I guess would be enough to mean which type of flowers are inside. It could be the fully grown already, and therefore in Bishalach so to speak, there should be no problem with that case over there. 
The other halacha, by the way, is you're allowed to smell um, flowers on Yontav. There is no problem with that whatsoever. We're not going to, you may come to do something, that's only when it's attached. We're finishing off today's last shayla is, of course, the Ika Mitzvah Sayoim. The Ika Mitzvah Sayoim represented for Shavuot's Zavada cheesecake. And the shayla is one of the reasons for eating milkshakes. So the, the Ika reason that we know that there are more being top talidalad it's very simple, which is a maril, which is because of the shtei halechem, the zeicha to the shtei halechem, which is very interesting. As we've said many times, there's more reason to eat cheesecake on Hanukkah than there is on Shavuos. Because according to Ramah, it's a zeicha to the shtei halechem, meaning, because the halacha tells us, in Yerudea, simmer, pay, ches, that you can't have the bread that you had with meat, but the bread that you had with milk, mimel, when I have milk cakes and I have flesh, I have to bring a separate bread. So the Ramah, to remember the shtei halechem that they brought with the carbon, then, I want to have milk cakes. That's the whole chat. No to bring another bread, right? People don't know that. I said before Shurahamah. And that's why there's more of a reason on Hanukkah where the Ikanase happened because of Cholov and milk, like the Benish Christ is clearly over there, the Medrash, whatever. Therefore, over here it's just a Zeicha. Oh, but we know, Avada and Avada, there are many other reasons as well. The cold boy probably being probably the first, um, probably the first reason, probably the first place we ever find milchiks on Shavuos, as far as I know. I think it was the cold boy. Who wrote the cold boy? You don't know, because nobody knows. We also don't know who wrote the Kolboi, Ich weiß nicht. Oh, but he's the first Bukhar for eating milkshakes. Why? And he brings that Torah is compared to Cholov. Mr. Bur brings it Avadu as well. We also know that Mr. Bur brings Bashem Godel Echad, whoever that may be, that they, they couldn't have Fleishiks because they got the Halachas and Shechito and Agola wasn't the Gea. So mainly because they couldn't eat Fleishiks, they had to eat milkshakes because that was more the Gea in that case. Case the Matemosha brings the Rosh Tevis of Cholov, Chadosh Hashem, Bishwa Sechem. We got the Nazir Shimshon, Cholov is Albaim, it's 40, 40 days up to Matan Torah. We've got the Bikurim, we've got many, many different reasons as well that the day Moshe was found by Basia, right? Was Shvuas, and on that day, she tried to nurse Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to be nursed by her milk, the famous halacha that the going brings in Hilchas Chalavakim about Torah, that every child has that potential to become Moshe Rabbeinu, all comes from Shvuas, all comes from today. But very important to remember is, what is the bracha you make on cheesecake? Again, what bracha are you going to make on cheesecake? This is the big shayla, right? So we know, everybody knows the semen, semen ratio base in Arachayim, that the halacha is, whenever you have an ikka and you have a tovel, so you make a bracha on the ikka before Shemishnah in that the loch is you make a bracha on the ikka and you part of the toffel automatically, right? So the question is, what's the ikka, what's the toffel? So according to most, if you have like this, it really depends. If you have a nice thick layer of mazonis at the bottom of the cheesecake, then I hear, then that would pass just be a mazonis, and if that's a mazonis, it patters the cheese on the top. If the only mazonis at the bottom is posh just to hold it up, or call it a cake, otherwise you can't give someone a slab of cheese and say, here you go, right? So you put a piece of mazonis on the bottom just to have that, then it will be a shahakal, even though you have mazonis there, because the mazonis is there to ledabek, or to be machazik, or to hold it up, and therefore it's okay. I do have a svara to say, that after you could say, that over here you should rather make a mazonis, because the mazonis that you're having is the zeichem to the shtei alechem, and that's the reason why you bought the cholov. So it could be that the mazonis by the cheesecake is more choshev than the regular mazonis. In that case, you could make a mazonis. But again, in most cheesecakes, it will depend if it's a thin or thick layer. If it's cheese blintzes and all these things, where the mazonis is a thick choshev layer, then avada, you make a brocha mazonis on that and everything else. Tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem Rabbi I would like to do a kitsa quick crash course in all Hilchus Yontov that is Nagea to Shvuas. Have a wonderful day. Bye.